and welcome to Nintendo Nostalgia. This is Joshua Taylor. I am here with our co-host Jacob Rush and Ryan Black. This is episode 160. We are back and we are playing with power. How are you all doing today? We're doing great, man. Hang in there. So, yeah, it's been a week. Uh, the weather has been about as crazy as our emotions. <laughs> yeah. It's currently like 14 degrees out, and it was like 60 a couple days ago, it felt like. I mean, it was more 50, but still, like, what's going on? <laughs> West Virginia is not much better right now. Um, this is not my type of weather, but we're going to make it through it. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, today um, we are talking about one of my old favorites, and I think several of our old favorites, um, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle on the Nintendo GameCube. However, we'll go ahead and do our usual and start with what we are Radical Rexing about. Ryan, would you care to start us off today? Sure, man. Um, so I am excited about uh, the failings of another um so it sounds so weird so i'm really excited that um google stadia hasn't been doing so great um google stadia took away our ability to use google hangouts and record the show and ever since then we've been using skype and we've been having a heck of a time trying to get this whole like in-depth you know play through zelda ocarina of time and everything to work right on skype so like I i'm glad to see that stadia is having so much trouble right now because <laughs> they took away our our main ways of recording. What's going on um, with but, Stadia? I don't. I haven't checked in with that at all. No. So they're um, right it's now. It's just one folly after another. Um, you know, PSVG does their uh, Stadia show, and uh, they're 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 thinking about dropping the show. At least Donnie's out now because like they've done too much stuff. That's just they're not going to go anywhere. Honestly, you got to pay good. for the service and then pay for the games and. Oh, like, good. And you can't do all the things that they promised, and it's it's just a. It's a far cry from what they had initially said, and um, and That's I'm so sure they'll bizarre. get things up and running. Um, but I'm really hoping that uh, yeah, that cord. we at least get our hangouts back from this. Um, but aside from that, like as far as video games go, like aside from like I've never played Stadia, so I can't really judge it. But um, you know, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon still. Uh, that's pretty much what I've been doing: Duel Links and uh, you know, Pokemon Shield has been my big, big turn twos. Um, I spent a little bit of money on links and got some cards and stuff so you know uh starting to put that away and just keep focused on pokemon again i'm trying to catch all the pokemon i've got 320 some so i'm getting there uh slowly but surely i'm in the process of breeding right now so it's been fun um other than that there's not a whole lot to radical rex about you know good health uh, running vehicle and uh you know just looking forward doing the tax season stuff, getting all those things together. I submitted my taxes and then realized I forgot like a major like important part, so I have to wait for the IRS to reject my tax return and then go and edit all that fun stuff. So, eh, look look like I got started early, so I have time. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be kind of a boring time of the year for me usually, so I kind of get it. Um, well, if that is all you got on a side note, actually with Stadia, I think the only good thing I can say about it from my personal experience is they had a pretty sick slide at, at games, uh, Gamescom. It was pretty awesome, but that was about all they had going for them. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, well, Jacob, do you have anything that you would like to yeah. share with us? Yeah. I, when I went home today, actually I had a package in the mail as a late Christmas gift and I got it unwrapped it 
and I ended up getting my um, Banjo Kazooie mug for Christmas. Awesome. You see that? Nice. I wanted a Banjo Kazooie coffee mug, and <laughs> I got a Banjo Kazooie T-shirt. Ooh, I like really that. Really nice. So yeah, that's what I'm out of correction about. That's about it. Everything else in life sucks. <laughs> Besides, I mean, I love my kids. My kids are great, and I have a lot of good friends and spiritual leaders and guidance and stuff, so they're all great, too. So not everything sucks, just one in particular thing that you all know about. So besides that, though, that's what I've been radical correction about. I got gotcha. you. Well, um, as for me from a gaming side of it, because honestly, there's not a whole lot else going on at the moment. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I've been playing way too much of pretty much everything I can get my hands on. If there's not a new release, I kind of don't know what to do with myself. And I'm like, hey, it's time to replay this. Then I'm like, I've played through that four times. Why not start something new, too? But then I don't stop the thing I started replaying. So I'm playing like five games at once with like The Witcher 3, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle uh, for the, I don't know, 18th time. I don't know why I did that. Um, Crash Team Racing, because there's always something on going on there. Pokemon. So long story short, I've got plenty to play right now and i don't need a new release so well i kind of do maybe it would get me focused on one thing but are you anyhow stop playing games and focus on like life that is true that, that is very true yeah <laughs> but this is a nintendo podcast so i have to you know put all my my, my energy in, into the game side of it right now yeah, I probably could use a little bit of a break here and there. But anyhow, that is about it right now. Um, like I said, this is usually kind of a boring time of the year. Um, so we won't waste too much time, if you are all right with that, and jump on into the topic. got a lot to say about this game i think we all do really um this is like prime childhood for like me and jacob for sure i don't know where you were at this time or when you played it um now this is the gamecube version primarily that we're speaking of um because uh, i don't think jacob or i ever went back and played the dreamcast version and this is a nintendo podcast no. so that's what it is <laughs> right well it, 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 got, it was released uh december 20th 2001 is that accurate for the yeah for the gamecube yep, yep. that was in japan actually i think oh um, okay i know i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> um in, in north america it was february the 11th 2002 it was well sonic um i mean i can start us off um 
for me, this game was actually really, really important uh, to me to get. I thought it was so cool because I just got my GameCube, um, and I originally got Me- Smash Bros. Melee on uh, when for my, my GameCube at, la- at my launch, not launch launch. Um, and the next set of games I ended up getting were uh, Luigi's Mansion and Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Right when Ryan showed me all about trading games, so I was trading in all my old mm-hmm. old games like a fool. Um, did not know what I was doing, but I knew I was getting me new games. So, um, so I ended up getting a used copy of Luigi's Mansion and a used copy of Sonic Adventure 2 Battle um, right before school was starting in like the sixth grade. Um, and man, I was excited because you know, you guys know, or the '90s that Sonic was a Nintendo enemy, and I never had. I knew who Sonic was, but never had Sega. Really didn't. None of my friends had Sega. Um, so, to me, the fact that Sonic was on a Nintendo for like the first time felt really awesome. I was so excited to be like, okay, this is my first take at Sonic, and um, got this game, and I fell in love with it. Um, and I'll tell you why I fell in love with the most more than anything was one the, the 3D world of Sonic and being able to run around like that, uh, feeling like a 3D platformer. For this guy, uh, because I guess, sorry, I did have a little bit of thing with Sonic in the past, and that was at my dentist office. They would have Sonic, uh, like, in the waiting room, or Same. after you were done. Yeah, so that would, was my only, really, playing of Sonic. So this was really cool to me to be able to have this game and to play this. Um, but then, at the same time, I was also had been falling in love with punk rock music, and the music in this game is very punk rock, the majority of it. And... Um, it just drew me in right away. So it like combined it. It combined the two things I loved most in life at this time, which was punk rock, pop punk rock music, and um, 3D platforming. So I thought that was sweet. Um, yeah. So that's kind of my initial thoughts of the game. Um, uh, what about you guys? Did you guys get this game right at launch, or was it something you got introduced to a little later down the road, or are you a Dreamcaster originally? Well, I'll go ahead and jump in there. Um, no, I'm mostly up to this point. I still mostly just had Nintendo consoles. Um, gosh, I'm trying to make a long story short, but w- with this one, I, I believe I got it shortly after launch. Um, I remember getting like the Sonic Adventure 2 Battle Nintendo Power uh, copy and all of that. I've still got that like in plastic upstairs. Um, but I remember going to Toys R Us in particular around that time. And my sister and I would go and just play the two-player on that like crazy. And eventually we talked my mom into getting it. And I, that's probably the game I put the most hours on on the GameCube. And it's got to be up there of like all, all my most played games of all time. Um, between me, my sister, cousin of mine, a couple friends, like everybody I knew was into it. And a big part of it was the Chow Garden. Um, which mm-hmm. still hasn't made a return, which is kind of ridiculous. But, yeah, we put way too much time into that. I, I even eventually got, I don't know if you've ever heard of, like, the, the Ultimate Light versions of them. Like, they had to, like, reincarnate, so to speak, like, two or three times, and they had to have one of each animal. It was really hard to do, but we put a lot of time into that thing. And like, like Jacob was mentioning the music, maybe we'll mention that more later, but... Darn, I had heard nothing like this in a game up to that point. And, I mean, to this day, maybe a lot of it's nostalgia, but I'll still, like, occasionally listen to a song from it. Um, 
I don't know if I don't I don't know how to describe it really because I, I don't know if it's really that great. Maybe it was just the time period. This was actually this came out in like a not to get too much into details, but a particularly hard time in my childhood, like shortly after. So this thing really helped me get through. Um, but yeah, it still means a lot to me to this day. It's just one of those special ones to me. Um, my early memories of it. Um, I don't know. I, I get hints of playing it with my friend John Hester. Um, and I remember him being big. We were kind of playing it at the same time. And he was big on like looking stuff up online and figuring out how to do the chow garden stuff. So he always had like the the perfect forms or whatever. Um, I think I was able to get the light one and the dark one, but I never did get the uh, the neutral. Uh, and, and it's funny, I, I would refuse to call them chows, like absolutely would, would refuse to. I'd always call them chaos. Um, it's just, I would not pronounce them the other, otherwise. Like I would adamantly fight John Hester on that, on the pronunciation. <laughs> I think we did it first too. <laughs> just would not allow it. <laughs> Um, but man, the game, like just, that's kind of like a mini side game stuff, like the, the, the chow races and things like that's a whole other conversation, like in it connecting with the Game Boy Advance and, and what have you. But the game itself, like first thing and foremost, this music track is like the biggest, like thing that really drew you into the game. Like, I can't imagine like running through like on regular Sonic music playing this game. I just mm-hmm. I don't know how it would work honestly, um, but they packed a lot into this game. It was it was a port from the Dreamcast, so but they added like multiplayer. Um, I don't think they had any multiplayer version stuff on the original game. I don't believe they, they did. They did, they did have but something it's like yeah. I played it. I played it on the Dreamcast, on the GameCube, and the Xbox. And that the original Dreamcast one did have multiplayer, but it was a little more well limited. Um, okay. I can't remember in all what ways. It's been so long since I've played the Dreamcast version, but yeah, Battle definitely added to that. I mean, it's such a fun game, um, albeit it's not without its glitches. Uh, flying to the stage was a common occurrence, um, but um, but it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, they did a lot of voice acting stuff to it. I love I, the detail they put in that. Um, and just you felt the emotion behind a lot of the characters. You, you felt that Amy was annoying. You felt that uh, Shadow was aloof and and uh, kind of you know <laughs> a bit of a, a rebel in a lot of ways, um, but someone to like uh, antihero in a, in a ways. Um, <laughs> you could just the sounds that they make. Um, I think probably my favorite sound of the whole game is when Dr. Robotnik is holding a chow and shakes the chow. <laughs> he's like, yo. Oh. <laughs> oh, and he pets it. He's like, yo, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Love that sound. <laughs> I don't know why it is that, but that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> the idea of the villain, like, being this, like, soft-hearted, taking-care-of-chow <laughs> guy. It's so weird. <laughs> it's a little um, uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but... um. A lot of a lot of like intertwining stories. Um, you could play as different characters, and um, it was really cool to see things from different sides: light side, dark side. You know, and there was just like even the endings had different branches and stuff that you could do with that. Um, 
man, gotta t- gotta tell you, like opening song, like not not necessarily Music. the title screen, but like the opening song that that whistle and starting to run around in the city. That's just enough to get you pumped. Yeah, that that oh, whistle yeah. and just like oh yeah, fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. And you felt so powerful just running down the streets, like blowing yeah. cars out of your way. <laughs> felt yeah. like a beast, dude. It was nonsense, and I love it. You feel so powerful in that. It was, it's, it's it was cool. really cool. <laughs> um, was there any parts of the game that you disliked? I honestly felt like that all the every time I had to be knuckles and fly around, I hated that stuff. Ooh, I loved that. That's probably one of my favorites. It wasn't fast, but I, I hear that little hunt. Yeah. It was slow, and I think it was the music. It kind of like would get like rap music would play, and I did not yeah. think it was good. The music was kind of lame. Uh, not, I like it now, but at the time, I thought it was awful. Like I was like, oh, this is so, so slow and boring. I, I yeah. like falling asleep listening to this. It's the polar opposite of what Sonic has always been, especially throughout that game where it had been fast punk rock, let's go stuff. And the levels are cool too. Like I love the Halloween, like flying around on. Giant pumpkins on yeah, you know, pumpkin like, yeah, pumpkins. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I it was quite fun is. looking for things. It was a big scavenger hunt, and that was that was it was fun to play despite its music being a little. Eh. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, honestly, it has been very very long. I don't remember the, this game as a whole. I I don't. I just remember key things, um, mm-hmm. especially like the beginning, um, the I, robot fight and shadow. I think the things that I didn't like, um, one of the things that I didn't like playing as uh, Tails or Dr. Robotnik, just in those the mech suits, they just felt weird to me. Uh, um, and once I figured out they had like a lock-on feature and you could shoot multiple things, like that was, it got better. Um, but their their movement and jump was just weird for me. Right. So I remember when I first started playing, I didn't realize they shot out like a little missile, like straight forward so much as I did the lock-on feature. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know why that's how I played it, but um, I've heard I've always heard people not like like especially with the Sonic Adventure titles being able to, or having to play as like six different people, but I always like that about it. Like when people complain about it, and now like in recent years, I might be the only one that kind of plays Sonic games still, but <laughs> but are. they they just focus on Sonic, and I feel like it takes so much away from it. Um, I, I yeah. think this is like the last one that really felt good too, like in a physics sort of way. Like after that, everything got really floaty and like it just tries to pull you forward yeah. and focus so hard on a boost mechanic that you can't even like tell where you're going. I, I just feel like a lot was lost after this one. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can I can get behind the like the secret ring or whatever, the where he was like the genie or tied to the genie or whatever. Like he had to oh, run yeah. or he'd die. Like the speed, speed Sonic's was speed, you know. Uh, but uh, the characters, like, even they did a little bit of character stuff in Sonic Advance, which was connectable. Or was it two? Oh, yeah. One of the ones was connectable to uh, All three Sonic Adventure Battle. Um, but uh, so you got some of those characters like Cream and Cheese. And, is that right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Cream the Rabbit and Cheese her chow with a little bow <laughs> You're right. All right. And then um, was Blaze a part of it? She was, was that in, after? she was in Rush. No, that was after. Rush, that okay. was on DS. Okay. So, and, like, they they weren't afraid to take Sonic in new directions. This was a very experimental time. Like, a little bit after that, we had, like, Sonic Chronicles, the RPG, which is weird having, like, a fast-paced, fast-paced game, and then, like, throwing you into, like, an RPG. Like, yeah, turn-based RPG. Um, yeah. But 
you know, I, I liked that what came out of this, like, big Adventure 2 thing, like, it, not to ignore the first one. Uh, the first one was fun. Um, we got Honestly, it later. I didn't know there was a first one. That's how tells uh, you how little. I, like, I mean, I know now. Yeah, but back DX then... was what the, what it was called when it came out after the second one came out. You know, they they eventually oh, okay. ported that to the GameCube. It was DX, and it had Big the Cat and the the Chaos Emerald and Chaos. I remember DX, but I didn't know that that was the game that actually came before Adventure yep. Two. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That was the, the the prequel in that way. Are the games connected? Or do like do they actually connect? For the, um, yeah, yeah. I think it's loosely. <laughs> it is. It's but... not like you don't have to play one to play two. Like I played all the way through Adventure Two Battle, and then got so into it in advance. That's a whole other story. I love Sonic yeah. Advance too. But it's. Uh, I, I went back and got the Dreamcast before they announced the DX version coming to GameCube. And yeah, I mean they kind of connect, like connect a couple small dots, I guess. But it's nothing major. Like they they almost they feel different. They play differently. I mean, on principle, like the 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 Chows are a direct, you know, port from the first one. You know, they were related to the Chaos Emeralds and everything. So. Yeah, they were in the story actually in the first one. Yeah. Gotcha. So, uh, the only thing I think the only Chow that was involved in the second one was the Oma Chow, the robot. Oma Chow. Yeah, <laughs> that and thing he was, was so annoying. To, you could pick him up and throw him off cliffs and into bad yeah, guys. Yeah, remember stuff. that. Yeah, he was so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um well what was your favorite if you could think of anything what was your what was your favorite part about the game hmm. uh, that, hmm. do you have something hmm. ryan because that's, that's gonna take me some thought okay. know, like <laughs> as far as mechanic goes grinding around on rails was just the best that's cool it's got like you felt so powerful doing that too like oh yeah uh, the feelings you got from that the rush the game whole game is a rush it really is yeah. um and of course, like you can't like not point out the final battle and how epic that is. For sure. Uh, oh my goodness, that is so good. Like I can't even describe. Like I'll roll into that. It's that frustrating, was... and we'll get to that. I'll, I'll that get was... to that when we cover that section. But yeah, that that's was probably my one of my favorite part of the game was the ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was so cool because at this time too, I'm like super, super into Dragon Ball Z. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, and you, he, he goes super <laughs> sane. I mean that, that. Yeah. So punk rock, fast paced, 3D platforming, super sans. Like I was, I was floored. I was like, this is awesome, you know. And the way you just mm-hmm. beat the crap out of that. Was it like a giant lizard or something? Yeah, the bio lizard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, he's okay. the prototype to what Shadow is, the ultimate life form. Um, I know ah. way too much about this, but I don't know how he's the <laughs> prototype. He, Hedgehog. He's the, he's the ultimate. He's supposed to be the ultimate life, which is what Shadow is. Yeah, he's the prototype to Shadow, apparently. Failed which, experiment, basically. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so they try to make a giant lizard from Zelda um, in space, um, King Dodongo, basically. Well, and to think that the ultimate life form is a hedgehog is a little weird, and it looks like Sonic. Like that's kind of stretching, but right, right. <laughs> um, but if you if you kind of suspend that, you know, it's it's pretty cool. Like you, you just know, let like, yourself believe it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I don't still believe he's the ultimate life form, but uh, yeah, he has some time yeah. control powers a little better than Sonic did, does probably. But you know, other than that, like, yeah, he's just another Sonic character. <laughs> um. Now, as far as uh, 
favorite parts. Josh, what's your favorite, like? My favorite aspect of it all. Um, I, I don't know if this really counts. This is kind of a wide range, but I honestly just like the variety of the different styles, like the, mm-hmm. the action stages, the, the Sonic and Shadow ones. And then the shooting ones with Tails and Eggman and the treasure treasure hunting ones with Knuckles and Rouge. Like, I felt like they all played fine, and it, it gave me a good change of pace. It, it lets you know the different characters, and it even has, like, their own music, depending on what character you are. It plays more off their personality. Um, mm-hmm. Like, each track will kind of play off their theme, so to speak, um, if it's their level. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry to interrupt, but it was really cool that you could play as the villains as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that, now that you mentioned that, I completely forgot that. That Yeah, you went back and forth. You would do something as a villain through a mission, and then you would do something as a hero. And, and you I see the that, other side of the story. Right. That's a really cool dynamic. Yeah, you could see, you could pick the story. You can go back and forth at any time, but you could pick hero or dark, you know, three on each side. And then you beat the two of them and you get the last story. Um, cool. And then they all now, come together and it's the, the real ending, so to speak. The only thing we really get that consistently these days is Fire Emblem, like different different oh, sides geez. of the story. And, and oh, no. very, very lightly <laughs> Pokemon. But we, We've had enough Fire Emblem this week, Ryan. We don't need any more. <laughs> He's picking a scab right now. We're not talking about Smash I, Brothers yeah. here. <laughs> anyway. We don't even acknowledge that. But yeah, so... That's it's really cool to have those intertwining stories um, and to see like the full tapestry woven together once you're done. Right. Because um, a lot of times like things are like, what? This makes no sense. But then you play through the other side like, oh, that's what happened there. You know, right. Um, oh, yeah. Really cool. As far as characters go, um, who are some of your favorites? I know it's hard to pick like one specific favorite, but like who did you enjoy playing as light or dark? You know? I guess I'll, I'll go first on that. I, I don't know what it was, but like since I was a kid, I usually always pick, if I get the choice with something like that, I always pick the good side. I know a lot of people are like, oh, cool, you get to play as the bad guys. But I'm like, no, I, I want to pick the light side. So <laughs> I, I usually always like playing as them. Now, as I've gotten older, I kind of appreciate being able to see both sides of the story. But yeah, I would say that the hero side of it. Knuckles is usually my favorite character, <laughs> though I would say the best levels are Sonic's in this one. Um, or shadows. They're stages. Hmm. Yeah, uh, hands down, Sonic and Shadow. I mean, I'm always a sucker for the main character. That's just how I've always been. A lot of people like to find their favorite niche character within it, but I've always kind of flowed to the main guy. And um, and and to be fair, I really do think that Shadow and Sonic's levels are the best. They're the most fun. The best music, fast paced. They're really good. That jungle mm-hmm. level, I can't tell you how many times I played that one. Oh, yeah. You just feel like a beast. You're running so fast. You're jumping so far. You're landing on doing all these crazy stunts. You you really feel super cool doing it. And mm-hmm. that, that's what I loved so much about it. Yeah. Um, as far as, like, my favorite, like, I think I give a lot of favoritism to Knuckles. Because, like, when Knuckles introduced initially in Sonic like he was a different play mechanic. Um, he could climb walls, you know. He could, he could uh, glide, uh, and in a lot of ways, he like he can, like dig now. I guess he kind of dig 
he dug a little bit. Like, he can tear out walls and stuff with his knuckles sometimes. <laughs> so, like, I really liked him going into Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Um, but as far as mechanics, like, you can still dig and fly around and stuff. That was cool. Um, and so I would say, initially, I'd pick Knuckles. But I really had the most fun with running around, like, with Sonic. And mm-hmm. and uh, as far as multiplayer goes, um, for some reason, like, I gravitate towards Amy. I like Amy's stuff i don't know why she um, had um if you, you, she had more special moves in multiplayer like she was a little slower but like you would get more of those if you get like 10 rings you could do some kind of crazy move with her and like freeze time yeah. maybe she that's was, why i really handy. liked playing with her, yeah so but i've, I've been at that this game kind of sparked my my like for amy as a character um i don't think they show her enough really um but I, then that also kind of like sparked like wanting more Sonic characters and experience them, like that kind of is why I really like um, the uh, the chameleon. Um, um, Espio. Yeah, Espio. I really like that. Like, there isn't really a standalone thing where he's outside of that. And then in Sonic Mania, they introduced a couple new characters too. Um, yeah. I like just seeing the different play mechanics you can get from these different characters that they introduce, um, and I, I like that. And so. Um, yeah, you really couldn't play as Amy much unless it was multiplayer. But what's, what's funny is in this game, when they originally announced the Dreamcast version of it, going back a little bit more, is it was originally just going to be three pl- uh, three playable characters, and it was Sonic, Eggman, and Knuckles. So you essentially got the same play styles, but it would have just been those three. I don't really know what yeah. made the change, but I'm kind of glad they went ahead and added the extra ones, even though they're kind of the same characters twice over for the most mm-hmm. part. Not completely, but... One light, one dark. Uh, it makes sense. Yeah. There was more personalities to bounce off of, so I think that worked out. <laughs> but, yeah, with this game, I feel like it... W- one thing that probably really stuck with me, not only was it one that a lot of people I was around was into, um, but I felt like it was unlike anything else that I was used to coming from a purely Nintendo fan, for the most part's perspective. Like, for one, I wasn't used to actual spoken words or, or like, dialogue in cutscenes. And, like, Zelda and things like that, it Mm -hmm. was always just text. Yeah. Um, So that was something new to me. And it just, it felt almost like I was playing, like, a movie or something more than what I'd ever experienced. And the music, it had lyrics to it, you know. It wasn't just all silent and you had to read text the whole time. Um, I know that seems like an odd thing, but I feel like that, alone actually added a lot to it for me and it was it was like rock music things like that it wasn't just like orchestra or video gamey music not that that's bad i'm just <laughs> at the time period that really stuck out to me mm-hmm. yeah i didn't um i didn't get much into shadow uh that was like my friend john hester's like favorite character so i was determined i wasn't gonna like him because <laughs> you know he always leaned towards the darker characters and like them and i always like the light characters so yeah same um, that, that's one of those as an adult again, though, I look back and I'm like, okay, that was, that was pretty interesting. Like I kind of felt the same, um, on the whole side of things. Of course, I'm one of the few people, like I've said, that's kind of stuck with the series, even though it's not that great anymore. Um, I even like the Shadow of the Hedgehog game on the GameCube, so don't judge me. I haven't played that one yet, but I have the hat, <laughs> so I should own it someday and play it. Yeah. Well, it's, 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 it's gotta be better than tw- 2006 Sonic, so. It is. It is. I think so. <laughs> um, so anyhow, yeah. Um, so did you all spend much time with the the Chow Garden? 
portion no, of this game. Not at all. Did yes. You know, I, I spent a lot of time. No, it's boring. Okay. <laughs> I feel like it's harder for me to go back to now. Like I've I went back and played it some, and it's I feel like I've already put so much into it. it it's hard to like. I feel like things have progressed more than what they were then. Like it's, yeah. it's really simple. The races so, are so slow now. It's like, come on, speed it up. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a lot better than what it was in the first adventure. If you ever go back, I, I still don't quite understand the mechanics of the race in that one. Like it's it's kind of weird. It's hard to even describe. But um, yeah, I, like I said before, I spent a whole lot of time into that. And between me and my cousin and some friends and stuff, we were trading them and fighting them because you could put each each other's memory cards in each of the GameCube slots. Mm-hmm. And you could race your child, or you could you know do the karate and things like that. Yep, so, we did that. Yep, me and John Hester did that all the time. And if you had Sonic Advance, uh, one or two or three or Pinball Party, I think there's maybe one other that I'm forgetting. Maybe not. But you could transfer them to that game, just Mm -hmm. one at a time, and like carry them around. I don't know if you ever did that, but you could um, get, you know, there's stats up from different things on there. You could play games with them, and there's also some exclusive like collars. Like shiny eggs you could get. I remember mm-hmm. you could transfer. That was so much fun. Money. I forgot about all those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and kind of fleshing out that stuff, starting to unlock in my mind, in my memory again. Like the the upstairs and the downstairs, you could like go to the dark area, and it was yep. kind of like an underworld type thing, and then you can go up up to like a heaven area. Um, that was pretty cool to to. For the hero chow, yeah. Yeah, that was really cool to think about. Like I remember. You could unlock um, toys, like you, there was a TV <laughs> in one of the gardens, like if you'd win enough races, and they would turn it on occasionally, or they'd ride that one rocking horse, and one had yes. a stereo, you could teach them things, you could teach them how to play instruments and things like that, and it got pretty cool. You just I wish they'd to... just release a game that was just all of that. <laughs> I feel like they could expand on it, um, yeah. and, and maybe make a little game or something out of it. I, I don't know why they haven't brought it back, but yeah. I don't understand a lot of the direction they've been taking with the Sonic series for a few years now. <laughs> they went, they went, they do something different with Sonic, and they just kind of blew it out of proportion. And that's why Sonic Mania tried to bring it back to its roots, and people loved it because Sonic has gone so out there, you know, with werewolves and and swords and and what have you. Yeah, like this one is. It seems to be a pretty beloved one, like. From at least from, granted, I'm just looking at, like Twitter and things like that, and my own friends, and 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 shoot you guys, like I feel like a lot of people played it and a lot of people liked how it played, and then after that they like never returned to the same sort of style in any way. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sonic right now is doing Olympic stuff, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The last <laughs> big one I guess was Forces. Um, and it's it's okay. I never it's, got into that one. Um, I just heard it was not the greatest. So, but then I heard yeah. like a lot of kids enjoyed it. So I don't know what to go off of that because, you know, it maybe it would be really enjoyable for me because I tend to like some games that kids find fun. But I feel like they've been okay for for years now. Like okay, it's okay. You know? Like <laughs> this this was one of those that will always stand out for me. This and the first adventure, I liked it a good bit. I like this one a little more. But um, Sonic Adventure Three. <laughs> yeah, I wish. But... Uh, one, one thing that drew a lot of criticism for this game was the glitches in it. Um, I don't know if you guys ran across any glitches. I can tell you how, time and time again I've fallen through stages and gotten stuck places and had to restart the game. Um, so it was not without its faults. Um, 
sometimes too much stuff was going on on the screen and the game just couldn't keep up. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's a problem that's in later versions. Like, you've played it on Xbox One, so you'd know more than I would about if the glitches are still there and having problems and stuff. It, but I feel like it has some emulating... I don't know if I'm using the right term here, but emulation problems on the Xbox version. <laughs> um, some things upscaled and, and things like that. It, it just wasn't made for that. So, yeah, some of that carries over. Okay. I know you could break out of the um, skybox, so to speak, or the force field, like in the Chow Garden with Sonic. I used to do that, um, and you could float around out there. There was a multiplayer <laughs> level with Metal Sonic on the green forest, I remember if he turned on his shield, it was like the second player, you'd fly down the hill and then just fall indefinitely through the map. <laughs> um, so I used to do that. So yeah, we found a few here and there. I can't remember anything else off the top of my head, but that was particularly with the GameCube version of it. Man, we're going to have so much fun alone just picking the soundtrack for this this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so many good ones. Yeah, I actually had the, I still do somewhere, um, the CD for this game. Oh, yeah, I've got um, it in my iTunes library and listen to it every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, like I said, I, I don't know if I'd call it like the greatest music, but it's still kind of special to me, and I just, I still get a kick out of it every once in a while. It's probably, that's like my feel-good thing I'll go to and listen to that opening track in Sonic Adventure 2 Adult. I'm like driving, and I need something to just, you know, lift my spirits, I'll listen to that. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those things, I feel like if you haven't played it, I, I don't know if it would hit you the same way. Like, I, I, I don't know if I'd recommend it to just anybody, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's not... Now, would I love to see an HD remake of this? Yes. Yes, please. Like, I'd love to feel that uh, rush again and, and have it look great. It doesn't look bad, I would say. Nah. Uh, the textures and the levels and stuff look bad. <laughs> Especially the jungle area mainly is what I'm referring to. Like, it's awful. <laughs> yeah. But. It, it's showing its age in some ways, but it's it's not terrible. Maybe I'm just old and can look past it. But. <laughs> cool. Anything else you guys want to add to this game before we wrap it up and put a bow on it? Hmm. Well, Ryan, you got anything? Um. I think we covered it pretty well. Um, you know, I the last boss was a lot of fun. Uh, I, I had some instances where I couldn't get it to work. Like, I got stuck, and so I had to start it over again. Uh, yeah. Trying to beat it the first time, like, just... I could not navigate very well. I couldn't figure out the flying mechanic in the final boss fight. Um, but once you get it, and you hit the right spots and stuff, like... Which, how weird is that? You have to hit, like, giant boils on this creature. <laughs> but just going, like, you know, Super Saiyan Sonic or, or yeah, Chaos Sonic or whatever, whatever you want to call them. Like, it's really cool. Super um, Sonic. Yeah. Yeah, Super Sonic. Um, definitely worth it. Uh, and to see another character that go that way as well with Shadow, it's like, oh, there's another character that can do it now. You know, I think... and. More recent times, some others have gone gone super as well. Um, but it's really cool to have that experience, and they capped off the game so well. But they packed so many features with multiplayer and the Chow Garden. It's just a, a epic game. It's a really, really big, lot of stuff to do game, a lot of stuff to unlock, a lot of stuff to find, like alternate 
um, the home menu, like you can have alternate screens, uh, alternate backgrounds you can unlock as you play through the story and things. Um, a lot of little things that you can do in this game uh, in the functionality connecting to a Game Boy Advance, you know, they've outdid themselves in, in making this game. And I can look over the glitches and stuff because of how good of a game it is. Um, you know, there's a lot of games that are, you know, really, really like harped on. Oh, these have terrible glitches. They're awful games, but yet they're like some of the best selling games out there. And I feel like Sonic, Sonic's a really great game. Uh, despite its flaws. Yeah. Well, I don't want to keep us going too long, but before I forget to ask, actually, did, did you all have any thoughts on the, the story for it or the way that was all handled? Um, the uh, story intertwining. Really but I don't remember the direction of the story, to be honest. Uh, there's a lot of mystery at first, uh, Sonic is talking with the president, and, uh, you know, like, the there's a lot of, like, Dr. Robotnik up to his the old United thing. States. <laughs> Was he talking to the president of the United States? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. About halfway through the story, yes. You have to catch up with him um, to intercept oh a call God. that Eggman's making to him to find where Eggman <laughs> That's is, right. basically. Yeah. At first, it's, well, it's shrouded in mystery. That's so funny. <laughs> President Bush back then he's contacting <laughs> President Bush if anybody it kind of looks like him kind of not really anybody but yeah George W <laughs> oh it's really going back guy <laughs> you know the, the whole uh, back and forth like faker you know you're you're not you're just a copy of Sonic and Sonic being framed because there's a hedgehog that's doing all these bad things you know uh, and then just solving that mystery was was great in the beginning, and then it gets a lot deeper with, you know, getting behind what all is going on with Shadow, uh, and finding out like he's got a pretty tragic story, um, and a tragic ending for him. Well, I say ending, but he continues to, you know, he survives, but you never really know that if you don't play uh, heroes or anything after. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's 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 super cheesy, especially looking back. I still <laughs> love it. Um, and the shadow yeah. in particular is a, probably the biggest part of the story, the biggest character. Um, yeah, he pretty much does all of he does, does all that he does because he misremembers a promise he made 50 years ago, and then by the end of it, Amy accidentally kind of helps him remember oh yeah that I didn't that wasn't supposed to be revenge I was supposed to help them after everything already goes down so it's it's kind of funny thinking back of it that way wow <laughs> communication's <laughs> but, key everybody That's right yeah. there communication's yeah. key it was a little unclear and at the beginning the military thought shadow was sonic cuz they're not ah. different colors apparently yeah so it's all right though. Just you gotta overlook it. You gotta if you can just enjoy it. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really fun. Besides that, so yeah, it's one of those things where it's like I would probably make fun of some other story if they did that. But it's like don't mess right. with my childhood. Like mm -hmm. it's 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 fun the way it is. <laughs> well, at the end of the day, it's better than Crash Bandicoot. So, um, oh, all right, all right. Uh, Ryan, why don't you do our due diligence, brother, and round this thing out? Sure thing, man. <laughs> You can find us over on our home site at thenintendovillage.com slash Nintendo Nostalgia. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, um, and also on YouTube. 
Uh, you can uh, find us on Facebook at Nintendo NOS, on our Twitter at Nintendo underscore NOS, on our Instagram at Nintendo NOSIN, and you can shoot us an email at NintendoNostalgiaIN at gmail.com. Guys, that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Slip it down.